fam. Happy Thursday and welcome back to another episode of the Black Girl Fit Files. It is your girl, Delijah. What it do, guys? What it do? We have a really awesome episode for you guys today. I'm very excited, as always, about the guests on our show. Our guest today is Miss Brianna Owens, and she is the founder of Spiked Spin here in New York City. So we will be chatting with her in just a little bit. Before we get into that, though, I just wanted to say thank you guys for all of the positive feedback that you have given me on the Tidbit Tuesdays. The last Tidbit Tuesday I did was all about nipping procrastination in the bud. So again, I just wanted to shout you guys out for saying that you appreciated these little midweek pick-me-ups. Trust and believe I will be giving you more of them. So no worries. So I'm going to (laughs) shout myself out right now because, okay, I in December said that my one of my New Year's resolutions was going to be the Manny Petty Promise, aka I'm not going to go and get my nails or my toes done or my nails done from professionals. I was going to do them myself and save a little bit of coins and see what happens. You guys, it is May and I have not gone to get a Manny or a Petty since last year before Christmas. Slow clap. I just want to shout myself out for that. And I'm actually starting to really enjoy, you know, taking the time to paint my nails, just getting different nail polish. I'm probably spending more on getting nail polishes than I actually am on getting it, but that's a different story. But yeah, just shout out to myself. Another one of my um, (laughs) New Year's resolutions that I failed miserably at was I said that I was not going to take Ubers. (laughs) Delijah, girl. Like what I set myself up for failure. I completely set myself up for failure. I was just playing myself. But yeah, um, the Manny Petty promise is going very well. And I'm not even gonna say challenge you guys to do it. But I just wanted to shout myself out for that. And that is all I'm gonna say. All right. So guys, it is time for our sponsor of the day. Bree, I don't know if you knew this. I sing a lot on the show, so just <laughs> letting you know. Our sponsor today, you guys, is K Deer. And K Deer was founded by Christine Deer on the belief that everybody can feel confident, strong, and joyful as they lead an active lifestyle. Whether you're in the hot yoga studio, at the gym, at home, or on a hiking trail, K Deer Activewear performs at the highest level, achieving perfect technical fit and outstanding functional elements. In addition, their collection of the compliment-worthy prints are fun, bold, and on-trend. They are proud to be an exclusive brand. The women's collection is available in sizes extra small to 4XL. They also have kids and men's styles and pregnancy-approved styles are also available. So, friends, you guys can get 15% off of their new summer collection off of your next purchase. Visit kdeer.com. It's www.k slash d-e-e-r dot com and enter the code bgff15 at your checkout plus you guys get free shipping and uh returns on all the u.s orders so i just want to shout out k deer thank you guys so much for sponsoring the show today remember 15 percent off bgff15 cool cool all right guys so hello miss Bree. how are you 
Hello. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you so much for being on the show. I'm very excited to talk to you all about Spiked and all about your life. Firstly, guys, check this out. Brie and I were uh, connected through a mutual friend of ours, so I just want to thank Brittany. Brittany has been one of my dear friends. We were roommates together at Ohio State for undergrad. And how did you meet Brittany? How did you guys meet? Um, Brittany and I met at actually a hike at Vernon Canyon in L.A. last year for um, Melanie's event. I can't think of the name right now, but that's where we met and we kind of just stayed in touch from then. So working out. Got you. Yay. Well, shout out, Britt. Thank you so much for the hookup. So, Brie, like, how are you doing? What's going on? I know that you are juggling all of the things right now. What is going on with your life? All of the things is probably the easiest (laughs) summary. I am in the middle of opening the first Spiked Spin flagship location. Wow. I am working full time in digital strategy. And I am planning a wedding. So, I mean, never a lack of something going on. (laughs) That is a lot. So you do Spiked and it's full time, but you also work Mm -hmm. full time as well. And I don't think that people really know that about you, (laughs) that you do both of them. One, yes. Thank you for acknowledging that like Spiked (laughs) is full time because I'm – I honestly get so offended by side hustle for Spiked. Like it maybe started as that, but it's now definitely a whole full time situation. Of it's a full thriving business. And yes, I still work full time because uh, it's not and it's not a cheap business to start. Um, right. Like there are things at the onset, like buying bikes. Um, that kind of have to be done up front in order for this business to work. So there are, in any other situation, I probably could have quit, but this is a situation that I am in. And I just remind myself that like short-term sacrifice, long-term goals, and I just dug it out basically. Of course, (laughs) of course. So can you just say like, what made you start Spiked? What, how, how did you into this can you talk me a little bit through uh your process of it and how you begun this journey of course so at like the very core basis of spiked it was my love for fitness and the lack of community and people that look like me that i experienced while working out so i always participated in a lot of boutique fitness classes and Obviously, like I enjoyed the workout elements of it, but I didn't always enjoy like the full rounded experience. And what I didn't enjoy even more was that I was always one of or very few of um, people of color in the room. Right. And so when I decided to start Spike, it wasn't really about creating a business. It was honestly about creating um, an outlet or an experience that I felt people who were like me wanted and that didn't exist. Yes. Um, And just from that small seed, (laughs) it has grown into like, oh, this is a, this is a business. This is something sustainable. This is something that's necessary. This is something that has become really like my purpose. Um, And sometimes I'm scared to walk in that, but that's, that's really what it's become. Something that was just like, oh guys, I love this. It doesn't exist. Let me do it. And now I'm like, wow, God, like I see all the transformative things that you are bringing to me to do through this business. So that's like 
that's that's the truncated short shortened version of the story yes <laughs> isn't that it's so amazing when you you I, I mean I remember very clearly having this moment of like okay god I think I want to start this thing oh my god I think I'm going to do this and I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea how I'm going to do this, but I feel it like really deeply in my soul that this has to be done and no one else is going to be able to do it except for me. Yeah. That feeling that you just described is exactly how I feel about spikes. And it's something that is very hard to articulate because I mean, there are several reasons. One, it's like I'm speaking into existence, something that really does not exist that if people look at it, they're like, girl, that is, you know, like, they don't see all of the things that I know have been put into me to develop from it. Right. So it's almost like being a crazy person. And then two, I am, I would call myself type A. Like I like things organized. I like to see things through, but most importantly, I like to see what is to come. So it's like, okay, I go to college, I graduate, I get a job, you know, like I can see all of those steps. But with something like becoming an entrepreneur, there are so many days, moments, minutes where you literally just have no idea. And people are asking you like, well, what about this? And you're like, no, I legitimately have no idea. So (laughs) it's (laughs) it's just a lot of uh, figuring Uh, it out, staying positive and like, I mean, I'm sure you know. Oh, I totally know. Oh, yes. Yes. And then and like even little things that people, you know, like stepping into becoming an entrepreneur, no one like gave you the handbook on how to create this business because no one's done the business. So you're just like, oh, I, I need this to do this. Oh, OK. And you really do like learn it as you go. But I think that's the beauty of it is you you worked for it. All of it. No one handed this to you. You really like took your time. You really learned from it and you learned the ups and the downs and the ins and the outs and the failures and the, you know, everything from it. So I definitely, I definitely feel you. Yes. (laughs) I feel you. I know that those failures are what is going to allow me to make something like never seen before because there is no role (laughs) of the brand that I won't be able to speak to. And I've noticed just and like as we're growing and like, hiring staff and, um, you know, having a social team or having, you know, instructors, all of those things. It's like, I've done them myself to this point. Right. So I have a very clear, um, vision of what I want. And I think I would not have that same level of like, um, clarity if, if I didn't go through, through the trenches myself. So I'm definitely appreciative. I'm definitely sometimes just like, overwhelmed or nervous I used to call it tired but I realized it's not that I'm tired it's just that I'm mentally overwhelmed and the closest word for that is tired that's the easier word instead of telling people like hi I have 3,000 things going on in my brain at one time it's just like I'm tired but I'm I'm being more careful with my language so I'm like yeah I'm I'm sometimes overwhelmed or I sometimes I'm always in go mode but it's fine. Yeah, I can handle it. Mine is my mm-hmm. I always say like, I just there's a lot. That's what I say. And I just leave it <laughs> at that. I'm like, there's, there's just a lot. There's a lot. That's all I'm going to say. There's a lot. <laughs> so, I might feel that sometimes. Yes, there's a like, lot. Like, how are you? It's, it's, a, lot. it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And then you just keep walking. <laughs> yes. So, so why spiked? And what exactly is spiked? So Spiked, why spiked the brand or why spiked the name? The name and then the brand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sp- 
spiked the name is because so long back in the day, I used to want to create a restaurant of desserts, kind of like an after hour spot, like a cute date night situation. Oh. And everything there would have spiked desserts. I so love every it. single dessert, if it was like strawberries or if it was like milkshakes, like everything would be spiked with alcohol. I love that. And because I'm not, yeah, like I'm not necessarily like a clubber, but I am the girl that's like, let's do something, you Me know, too. and I'm always yes. in my fiance is always like, like what? And it's like, uh, I don't know. So Let's like, I'm always thinking of kind of like, yeah, it's like, what are the things that I would want to be doing right now? Okay, going to a bar and having do say and few strawberries right. sounds like fun. Um, so yeah, so that was like years ago, younger, brief, a little bit more open to like being drunk on a school night, um, which is not the same case for tired brief. Um, but. <laughs> As, as I like started to think about cycling and I thought about having the first class, because again, it wasn't really like, I fortunately or unfortunately, I did not start the brand through the lens of I'm creating a business. Mm. I started it through the lens of I'm creating an experience for people like me to come to. Mm-hmm. Like I never thought about it of, as like, oh, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to do this full time. Like, you know, those things weren't in my mind. It was just like, I really enjoy cycling. I really wish they played Jay-Z or Future or, you know, Migos. Right. So let me just do that. Um, so when I was thinking of a name for this experience, I'm like, huh, spiked. And the reason that I loved it is because it still lends itself to being that something unexpected in the experience. Yes. So in the same way that you would bite into a strawberry and not expect Duce to come into your mouth, <laughs> like it's spiked. It's the same way that like cycling to this point or fitness to this point has had one very clear picture of what it looks like. And it's like, hey, here we are to add a bunch of unexpected things like people of color and different body sizes and different socioeconomic backgrounds and different visuals and different like all of these different things we're adding to an experience that has already existed. So like cycling, we're not creating, but Cycling with all these new twists and spins and for a very specific demographic is spiked. You're putting Um, flavor into it. Exactly. (laughs) And I think what I loved about that most is it extends to everything. So like I think every single person when they were created was spiked with something. We all had these gifts and these all. Yeah. So you see like it's it's like. Beyond the class, I think everything is spiked. So you'll always see me say like spiked lifestyle, which is not exclusive to me. It's like anything that you're doing that's special to you, that's adding your flavor, that's spiked. Yes, um, yes. And that's that's really the onus of the name. And I, I'm honestly obsessed with it because I always love for people to be reminded of their unique and beautiful gifts. But even more importantly, to be reminded to show them off and to let people leave with a new picture of them. Like there are so many days that we are spending trying to be in these like boxes of what we're supposed to be, how a woman should act, how a black woman should act, how a man should act, you know, whatever it is. And it's like, no, this is my individual perspective that I bring to the world. And it's important that I leave it here. So it's, it's very important to me that people like 
understand spiked and that they take it with them, whether they call it that or not. It's like something that I truly encourage. You're like speaking my language. I'm like, how have we not met each other? <laughs> no, it was destined. I mean, we have too many connections. So Seriously. it was like God's, God's timing is always what I trust. So yes. don't, don't worry. We're, we got it now. It's um, crazy. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so is. And then, yeah. So with all of that, you know, as, as a businesswoman and, and kind of teaching yourself how to be an entrepreneur, you know, what obstacles do you think that you have faced, whether it be juggling, whether it be, oh shit, I, you know, where's this money going to come from? What, what obstacles have you faced as a a new kind of entrepreneur? Oh shit, where's this money going to come from? (laughs) Every, every day I wake up and I say that. (laughs) I mean, honestly, like, this is perfect timing for this podcast, actually, because I have had to be more vulnerable than ever in building the flagship. Hmm. I have had to ask for more than I've had to ask more than I ever have before. Yeah. Um, and I've had to get out of my own way. So a lot of it is like, I don't know. And, and that means I don't know how to open a brand new brick and mortar building in Brooklyn. I don't know the insurances that I need. I don't know a contractor. I don't know how I'm going to make this happen financially. I don't know. So I think as an entrepreneur, a lot of times Instagram and like people see these wins, quote unquote, I'm using air quotes. Right. Like they see. (laughs) they see all of these different things and the perception that they have is not always the reality of the situation. So true. Um, And so for me, every day is a new struggle, but it's, I, I truly, truly try to find the best and the most positive view and perspective of everything. So I look at like, I don't know where this money is going to come from, but then I'm like, okay, this is requiring faith because I know that I'm a person that says, oh, I have so much faith and like, God, I trust you. But I also know that I don't know that I practice that because when there's anything that I can't figure out, I'm like frantic and having anxiety. So this for me is like also working on my relationship with God where I'm where I really have to have faith. Like it really cannot happen with only me. It's not going to. Right. Yes. so, like, I can just be candid. Like, if it's just me in the picture, it's not going down. Um, but, but luckily, it's it's shown me also like people are willing to help, and it's okay to ask for help, and it's okay to be told no. Mm-hmm. Um, these are all things that I feel like are just a part of this phase of my life that are necessary to go to the next level. I just look at it like that. Like everything that I'm learning is something new that. If I don't make it through this level, I can't go to the next level. Absolutely. And it's it's that it's that, you know, you're allowing yourself to be really vulnerable because you really have to put yourself out there. And I was talking to um, my my business coach and I was like, well, I, I was thinking of doing this. And she's like, first of all, like, why are you thinking of it? You know, it, you like mm-hmm. you definitely will get in your way. And I was like I was breaking down some an idea that I had for Black Girls Poll. And I was like, yeah, and I think I'm going to charge like this much money. And she's like, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) You know? And I was like, I don't know. And she's like, why are you, why are you afraid to ask people for money? And, you know, as an entrepreneur and as a businesswoman, you get, you're like, 
is someone really going to want to invest in this? Is someone, you know, these are things that I think go through all of our heads. It's like, I don't know. And I'm getting in my way, but it's like, Delijah, stop getting your way. Bree, stop getting your way because God gave this to you. Nobody else. Honestly, that, that (laughs) word that you, that whole thing was a word for me. Yeah. Because (laughs) at the beginning of the year, like I write down my goals and my fiance and I, we give each other a goal. Like, you know how sometimes outside looking in, you see something that maybe the other person does not see. Yes. And our goal to each other, which we phrased it differently, but then we were like, oh my gosh, we're on the same page. Was that like, get out of your own way. Mm. And so many times people are like, oh, my haters are like my, it's like, no, the it's biggest you. hater <laughs> that I have is myself. Yes. There's no person that hates me more. <laughs> Like the some of the thoughts that I have, I'm like Brianna. They're dark. This. They're like, dark. <laughs> yes, they're dark. Like people care. People love you. People support you. Why can you? It's it's honestly, I think so much deeper because it goes back to that. Like I have to always be strong. I have to always have my things, my shit together. I have to always know. Um, and if I don't, then I'm weak. Mm. And this is a new view of weakness in that or rather a new view of strength in that sometimes strength does not look like I'm perfect right sometimes strength looks like I actually need you right now and I would love if you could help me and that for me for personally is where I learn how strong I am because when I do things that truly <laughs> take me out of my comfort zone, like asking for help and reminding myself that this this vision is from God and reminding myself that it matters and that like stop talking myself out of it, those all require more strength than anything I've ever done. Like yep. those things for me are harder than completing college, than getting a job, yes. Yes. than balancing work. It's like those little things. Yep requires so much strength for me. I am totally, I totally feel you. <laughs> 1000%. So, I'm glad that I'm not alone. <laughs> absolutely not. Absolutely not. Like in the least bit. And and I think what's what's also funny is going back to this, I remember, I remember one time someone would, you know, people email you all the time and you get emails and they're like, to the ladies of dot, dot, dot. And I'm like, oh, people, oh, People really think that there's there's a whole office of people here. You know, it's like, nope, guys, this is oh, just girl. me. This is just me. I am oh, my girl. personal assistant. I am my admin. I am, I know. am my manager. I am my I'm yes. create, I'm a graphic designer. I am a logo designer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. So all it's 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 funny though how people will view you because they see your snippets in these little photos of mm-hmm. Instagram and on social media and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. So I have a question for you. What what do you know now that you wish you had known before you decided to dive in and do this? I wish I would have known the bigger picture. Oh. I wish I would have started off with a bigger picture. Because hmm. okay, I'm going to say I'm going to say this two ways. One side of me is happy that I didn't because to my earlier point that we discussed it's like so much of this has re- has truly been a personal growth journey. Yes, um, that I'm I'm ever grateful for because I don't know who I would be without Spike. I would be a bitch <laughs> and just like selfish and like you know like it's really made me a better human being. Um, I would be a bitch. 
Like, I mean, I mean, like, I would probably just have all of my time focused around, like, oh, am I, you know, like, I don't even know. Am I so cute? I don't, I don't even know what I would be thinking about. I can't even put my, my mind on it. So, <laughs> you're, like, so your compassion has grown is what you're saying. <laughs> I, I think I'm so... I've always been compassionate toward others, okay. but this has required me to see everything differently. Mm. I like the level of compassion that I can have right now and empathy is more intense than ever. And beyond that, seeing myself. So yes. before I pretended that I was confident and I pretended that I knew what I was doing and I pretended that I had it all together because that's what we all were doing. That's right. what everyone was doing. <laughs> right. <laughs> but when you're an entrepreneur, there's not a lot of time for faking it. I mean, there are people, like, if you have a long-term vision, if you're just trying to, like, you know, get the coins real quickly or something, something, obviously, of course. But when you're truly given a vision and God is peeling back things about you that's like, okay, we got to deal with this um, before <laughs> I can, you know, give you this next thing, it's a comp- it's a whole different ball game. Yes, it is. Um, so on that hand, I'm like, okay, God, I I'm a- I'm actually grateful for my approach. But on the other hand, the business side of me and the like type A side of me and the like very organized wants to know the outcome of my investment side of me is like, oh, girl, if you knew what what you were trying to do from day one, like you would have had this in place. Right. This would have been set up like, you know, the count like those types of things in terms of just growing a brand, I would have approached differently. So right. like going into any business moving forward, I'm like, Oh no, I know the foundation of what I need. Exactly. But for this, it was, it was much different. It was much more organic and truly a journey to this point. So you started just like as a, a pop-up. <laughs> Legit. Yeah. I literally started off as just like, Hey, I'm having a class. Um, if you want to ride with me, come. Like, I was already teaching around the city, so okay. I already knew, like, I know how to be an instructor. Right. I know how to keep the crowd, like, motivated. I know how to keep my students happy. But I was doing it at facilities. It wasn't somewhere where, like, I was inviting people. Right. And so this was the first time where, like, all my friends who were like, oh, my gosh, so cool that you teach cycling. We want to take your class and couldn't. I was like, okay, well, come take my class. Right, because most um, most places are like member kind of membership. Exactly. Yeah, like yeah. I was. Yeah, I was teaching at like membership gym. Right. Right. So right. So if you weren't a member, then you couldn't take my class. Right. And then this was like, and even when I was teaching those classes, I wouldn't be playing the music that, you, that I love. I was catering right. to that audience. Yes. Naturally. Ah, <laughs> so, ah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So it was like, I'm downloading songs I've never heard before. I'm like Googling top 40, pop 40, right. whatever it is. You're like, um, why am I like, playing the Jonas Brothers? <laughs> literally, I, I started knowing songs that like only play in H&M. Like, why do I know? Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, and then, so I was like, you know what? I just really want to do this thing. Um, and it's, it started that simply, like, I'm not even downplaying it. It truly started. Like I made an event, right? I invited a few people through my network and three years later, almost three years, knock on wood. Here we are. That's literally how I started too. I was like, I think I want to, yeah. I want to have an event and I just want to invite a lot of black girls who pole dance and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And five years later. <laughs> yeah. So I totally get it. So as you've been doing all of this, 
what are things that you know about yourself that you're really good at and things that you know about yourself that you're really bad at? I'm very good at having the vision, expressing the vision, and making it happen, bringing it to fruition. Yes. My background is digital strategy, so I am a strategist by nature. Got you. Even when I didn't know it was a business, I still knew, like, okay, this is how I'm going to get people to come to the ride. This is, I need to set up a page to collect payment. Like, I know, I think strategically, and I'm great at that. That is a gift. Um, that, and that extends everywhere. Like, I can think for anything when it comes to digital, like social media, mm-hmm. and just, like, client relations, all those things my full-time job um, has prepared me for to handle with spiked partnerships, sponsorships, etc. Right. What I'm not good at is because I am currently like the face of the brand, I am not as assertive as I need to be sometimes in handling the business. Okay. Um, and I'm not as assertive and like delegating tasks and I'm, I'm, I'm actually not good at delegating tasks God, you sound because like me. I'm, so, I'm so used to doing everything and I have everything inside of me. Like it's all in my brain that I'm like, by the time I explain what I want to see, I, I could have done, done 16 versions. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I, I'll just do it. And then it, it gets me to a place where it's like, of course you can do it all, but you can't do it all in a timely manner with the right detail with, you know, so right. it's something I'm working on. Gotcha. Um, it, it extends beyond uh, business to my personal life. It's just who I am where I'm just like, you know, what? I'll do it. Um, so I need to get better about that. And <laughs> I, and I need to get better about not being afraid to like ask for my money and the business aspects, which are what I truly enjoy. is just like, trying to find that balance between at this moment, like I won't always be the face of the brand. Um, and I know that, so I'm okay with it, but just like in these stages of growing the brand, trying to make sure I maintain the balance of being relatable, being cool, being fun, and also being a businesswoman. And I think that's just a hard balance for me personally. Gotcha. Gotcha. I totally, totally understand. (laughs) I totally understand. Okay. So, This takes us to our Dear Delijah segment, and our Dear Delijah is when we have you guys, the listeners, write in and ask questions for the guests on the show, and the question, this was one of the big questions, is, (laughs) hi, Brie, I want to start doing cycling, but I have a few questions about it. Does the seat hurt my butt and my crotch? I'm afraid of hurting my butt. (laughs) Um, okay. So I will say yes. Your first maybe three rides are definitely going to be uncomfortable because cycling is very new to most people. It's a form of fitness that frankly, black women have not been doing in, you know, in the mass numbers, obviously like there are brands that have popularized it to this point, but it's still not something that we're doing um like you know in the same way that you might know how to just jog or do an aerobics class or do a dance class or even pole dancing is more mainstream right than cycling for black women um so those first three rides are definitely going to be uncomfortable because you're adjusting 
it, it's not always painful, but I always tell, I don't like to lie about it. Like, it's just like starting anything, a, a, a new meal plan, a new work, a new job, like those, the beginning phase is definitely going to, requ- going to require a transition and a little bit of discomfort, but it's always better on the other side of discomfort. That's gotcha. what happens. Yes. Got mm-hmm. it. Wow. Okay. another question is has it been hard and I think this question is kind of we've been talking about it but has it been hard to appeal to uh, African-American women to get them into cycling to get them through the doors so it's oh (laughs) it's it's not the easiest right um it's I'm a black woman, so I understand all of the apprehension and I understand um, feeling uncertain. And I think that's really what it comes down to. It's like I always get the questions of like, I'm going to die. I'm going to pass out. I'm going to like there's so many crazy things that I hear. Yes. And I'm always it's like I'm literally a salesperson all the time where I'm just like, just try one time. Same. Um, and once they get in the door, I can usually keep them. I am a difficult instructor and I know that. So if anything, sometimes they're like, girl, I'm just not ready for you. But <laughs> I, I can, I, I will say it's, it's a difficult conversion, but it's, it brings me joy. It's something that's necessary Okay. But yes, it's hard. It's okay. hard. <laughs> it's hard. It is hard. I've, I've done it's it before. It's hard to get my girls out. Right. Yeah. I yeah. get my girls out. Bro. Or they always say like, yep. oh yeah, I'm going to come. Still waiting. Okay. Listen, you know how we are. <laughs> okay. Still waiting. Still waiting. I totally get it. <laughs> yes. So. You know how we are. I don't even. It's, it is what it is. <laughs> so true. So what would you say to someone and I, I guess this is kind of a question for me. What do you say to the, 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 the woman that is like, I have this passion, but I have a full-time job, but I really, really want to do this, but I'm afraid that I'm going to fail, so I'm going to put it off. Like, what do you say to that girl that has just the inkling of the vision, um, but is standing in her way? I say to her, take a step back and do it. Take a step back from convincing, from, from looking at the end result. Take a step back from needing to know every detail. Take a step back from your own insecurities and just do it. Yes. And once you take that very first step, you will just put one foot in front of the other each day. So instead of looking at this as like, I need to make these massive strides or these massive gallops. It's like, take that first step. If I can get you to take that first step, I can definitely get you to take the 10th step Mm. and then the hundredth step. Human behavior, something that I've just been like reading about lately is that we usually think that intensity will equal results. Mm. So at the beginning of the year, people are like, Go, go, new go. year, new me. I'm ne- I'm never drinking another alcoholic beverage for the rest of my life. I'm I'm vegan, even though I've been eating pork burgers all year. Right. And I'm Lies. working out twice a day. Yeah, like I'm working out twice a day every single day. And it's like intensity does not yield lasting results. Consistency yields lasting results. So I like to just tell people, my, talking to myself and all of you, <laughs> just 
small changes every single day rather than one big change that you cannot sustain. The goal in everything is to create something that's truly sustainable and a lifestyle, which is what I was kind of alluding to with the business earlier. Like, of course, I could do something very quick, probably make a lot of money. I could, you know, do a lot of sponsorships that would probably give me something quicker. Right. But I realized that that's not sustainable. Small, consistent changes are what build lasting things. Yes. So, I see. You should have told me this when I said, I'm never, I'm not taking an Uber this year. <laughs> Cause that, that was, a yeah, I, actually I heard you when you said that in the beginning and I was like, come on, sis. Like that I know. one rainy night, <laughs> like cut back to maybe say, say like only on the weekends and only once a week, you know, like things that are feasible, but also right. doable. Like it you was, don't want to just it was bad. Bye, Uber. Deleting the app. Never seen you. <laughs> I was like, no, it lasted. It literally lasted like two weeks in and it was snowing and I had to go to church and I was like, I'm not getting on this damn train with these damn heels on. Nope. I'm not. Nope. <laughs> and then from then it's just been downhill. Like going to the airport. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm walking to the airport. Forget it. No Uber for me. <laughs> exactly. I, I, that was a setup. I set myself up. So, yes. So. You've been saying that you have, you're doing your flagship. What's next? Like, what's going on? I know that you have your summer of spiked. Can you talk a little bit about that and what your goal is in the next, like, when are these doors opening? So summer of spiked is all about getting these doors open. Actually, yes. getting the doors open, it's, it's handled. It's making sure there are bikes in the studio once the doors open. <laughs> so otherwise, <laughs> uh, it's going to be a different business. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> Summer Spikes is literally all about raising additional funds to support fundraising for the bikes, basically. Like everything else, the build out, the location, I've been able to honestly like save and pull money and do everything I need to do. God sprinkles with a lot of other things um, to get that part done. But now, as I mentioned before, like opening a cycling studio, there are a lot more upfront costs than other businesses. So where there are businesses that are like, oh, we can add this later. You know, we can add in this. It's like without the bikes, we don't have a business. Right. You you need Um, bikes. (laughs) I need bikes and I'm in New York City. So it's like, regardless of if we're able to get the space and build it out and make it beautiful, like without the bikes, there's nothing. So Summer of Spiked, is basically a ton of different fundraising efforts. So far, we've introduced Studio Saturdays, which are introduced um, Saturday rides at our current location, which is a shared space, just so that all the rides that we are doing on Saturdays, there are opportunities if you want to do like birthday parties or just have one group of friends buy out the class. Like I'm offering so many different ways that we can really ensure um, those are full. And then later on, we'll be rolling out a few more things, a few happy hours, a dinner. So like all summer, basically, we're just going to be rolling out different things that are going to help us raise funds. And again, this is so difficult for me asking for things. So it. difficult for me to put to the world like I need help. But it's also something that I'm like, we need this. This vision was given to me. This purpose was given to me. And I know it's going to come to fruition. Yes however it should and however it needs to, but I have to do my part 
um, in order for God to meet me. So yes. summer of Spike, we, we're lit. It started. We're going hard all summer. Um, and I hope to see some of y'all there. Yes, 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 yes. Wait, I have a, <laughs> I have a question. How, like, how much is a bike? Um, so my classes are $22 typically for one single ride. And then it goes down to $19 for a package. Okay. Um, no, I, no. Saturday- oh, well, that's a good, okay, I did that wasn't the question, but keep explaining. <laughs> oh, yeah, but the Saturday rides are 30 bucks. Okay, got you. My question yeah. was, how much does, like, a bike cost? Oh, a bike is $1,200. Wow. And you need, mm-hmm. like, 40 bikes. I need a, I, I need a few of them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're, gonna, we're not going to start off with as many as we'll have long term. Uh, so there will definitely be phasing mm-hmm. to the build out, but we we definitely need to we need to get started with a significant number. Got you. And where's the location? It's in Brooklyn. Nice. I can't tell you the exact location okay. until the lease is signed, but it is in Brooklyn. I'm comfortable saying that. Gotcha. Um, and it's it's going to be fly. It's it's literally everything that everyone who has been riding at Spiked wants. And if you've never been to Spike, it's exactly what we want to introduce you, the experience that we want to intru- introduce you to. So I'm, I am excited. I am nervous. I am. All the things. <laughs> all the things. Yes. But yes. I'm trusting God in a way that I've probably never have. Yes. Got so. you. Got it. Yes. So this takes us to, I sing the get em goals. So takes us to our boom 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 it's the get em goals it's the get em goals hey hey it's the get em goals <laughs> i told you i sing get em goal is the goal that you give for the listeners to do for the week with the hope that it turns into the goal that they do for the month and then hopefully it turns into a long-term goal that they can keep in their lives for the rest of their life for the year or it just becomes a lifestyle change. So what is your get goal for our listeners on the show? My get goal for your listeners on this show is to do one thing that scares you every month. Yes. One thing per month that scares you. And that could look like I'm scared of heights. I'm going to go to the top of a building. I'm going to go to the top of the Empire State Building for a tour. Or that could look like I'm scared of phone conversations. I always text and you call, you know, one of your friends. So it's like find those areas that, you know, intimidate you and conquer those fears at least one time per month. Yes, that is a really good goal. I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm going to apply that to my life. I'm applying. <laughs> Write it down. Let's Thank get you. it. Thank you. Get them goal. Okay, so. Guys, that has been our episode today. Brie, thank you so, so much for being on the show. I was so excited again to have you on. And also, I know that we both have another mutual friend in common um, is Leanne Memphis. And she is the founder of Boss, which is like a boss magazine. It's for like the new entrepreneurial woman. And she's just kicking all the ass. And you know her. I know her. She used to be another roommate of mine. But she is having an event coming up in June, June 30th, right? June 30th? Yes. Yes. No. Yes. No, wait. 29th. 29th. Okay. Because I leave on June 30th. Yes. Um, and we are actually both going to be on the panel together. So we will finally get to meet each other. 
Yes, I yes. cannot wait. June 29th. June 29th. Get your tickets. <laughs> We're on the panel. It's a lot of bossy women. Yes, I think um, it's sold out. Really is it sold out? Oh, it's already sold out? I think it could be. I think some of it is. Well, good for good for look at all of us just out here. I love it. I fucking love it. Okay. <laughs> so where can everybody find you on all of your social medias and all of the things? So you can find me at Bree. Dot Monet, M-O-N-E-E. That's my personal page. Yes. Or, of course, please follow at Spiked, S-P-I-K-E-D, Spin, on all social networks. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, guys. So that has been our show today. Don't forget about your get em goals. Thank you for the Dear Delijahs. Get your sponsor, or not your sponsor. Yes, get your pants from K-Deer with our sponsor. And guys, we will be chatting with you again very soon. So until next time, fam, be courageous. That is a loud <laughs> New York City. Is that your? Yeah, that's you. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm so sorry. No, it's the fine. Fire it's fine. It's these Brooklyn streets. New York. It's New York. It's Harlem, too. Harlem, too. <laughs> Guys, be courageous. Be sexy. Be strong. Wesley is barking in the background. Oh, my God. Okay. I'll talk to you guys later. Thank you so much. For- <laughs> Thank you. Talk to you later. All right. All right bye. bye.